This is an unconventional woman mini episode. Check it out. So today I wanted to talk to you about something that is very real. And obviously from the title of this particular episode, you already know the direction of the conversation. And that is, stop asking me about a baby. In fact, stop asking women in general about a baby. Probably thinking about a time, no, I am rather thinking of a time when I noticed I'm at that age, at 35, I'm married, have been for almost three years, and the natural question or even progression after one becomes married is, when are you going to have a kid? Well, to those people who insist on, again, asking women about their family, planning, quests, goals, whatever you want to call them, chill the fuck out. And I say that because you don't know what exactly a woman is going through. And it's offensive for a lot of reasons. You don't know, maybe she doesn't want to have kids. Maybe I don't want to have kids. Maybe she's having difficulty having children. Maybe I'm having difficulty having children. And just to make it a little more personal, I will say that that is exactly the case with me. I decided maybe about a year ago that I wanted to be an adult per my doctor since, quote, biological clock is ticking. Hey, Summer, it's not really a good idea for you to wait till you're 40 because that was my plan initially. After 40, I'll try. I've still got things that I want to do and what I want to accomplish, and a baby will only slow it down. So I want to wait. Well, no, there is a thing called biological clock, and yes, we see more and more women are having children as they age and get older, but there is risk involved with having children at a later age. And so we started on that journey and actually found out that I was pregnant in October of last year. No, take that back. It was November. I noticed my period didn't come in October. And at first, no big deal. After stopping to take birth control pills, one of the reasons why I started taking the pills in the first place was to regulate my period. Again, something very common in womanhood. That's just what we do. And so, or womanhood, rather. I can hear someone correcting me. Anyway, I didn't think too much. Got through October, and here comes November. And I noticed, I'm like, hey, one day I'm at work, not feeling well. And a friend of mine... We went to CVS because I needed to pick up a prescription anyway. And while we were there, I was like, hey, I'm just not feeling well, feeling a little nauseous. But I seriously wasn't thinking anything of it. Got the prescription, and then my friend was like, well, why don't... And we also got 7-Up. No, ginger ale, I'm sorry. 
And then my friend was like, why don't you get a pregnancy test? What? Why? Okay. I guess. <laughs> Makes sense. So I got the test. And at first he was like, why don't you take it at the te- or at the office? And I'm like, absolutely not. Not doing that. So we go home, or I go home rather, and I take the test. And as I'm waiting on the results, my husband comes home. And I left the pee stick on the counter in the bathroom. And in order to get to our closet, you've got to walk through the bathroom. So I was like, nope, don't you go in there. I don't want you to be the first to see the results. I want to wait. So we waited, and then it was time. So I went in there, retrieved the little stick, and lo and behold, here I am, pregnant. And this is the first time, actually, that I have ever had a positive reading. Usually it's womp womp, and honestly, before that, I was never trying. It was just always scares. And so um, I automatically called my husband, come see he looks we're happy I take a photo and send it to my mom because she's in California and then he forwarded it to his mom and she's in Houston several hours away from us so that was probably the hallmark quintessential moment that a responsible household has when they find out that we're having a baby no one's cussing and fussing or trying to figure out who the hell the daddy is this is the textbook moment and so I decided the next day got up early and was like well, let me take one more test to be sure because they come in packs of two for those that don't know and same results I'm like hot sh- damn really and so I'm a little excited and nervous at the same time and I called my doctor, my gynecologist, and tried to make an appointment. Initially, they told me I had to wait till the following week. So me being the type A impatient ass that I always am, I was about to fire her because I'm like, what? I tell you this, I expected to see you same day, if not the very next day. But I went on and booked the appointment, and as I was looking for her replacement by Googling, I started searching and I see that there are plenty of women who wait till they're way far along before they even have their first appointment. So Summer, you can calm down. And after talking to my mom, she also said, Summer, calm the hell down. So all right, got a can of act right. And I call the office again and I'm like, hey, is there anything you need me to do? You want, I'm just, I want to be prepared. I want to be ready. And so she just laughed and said, no. See you next week. Take it easy. And I also asked if should I take another test, and she said absolutely not. Do not. If you've already took two, and they were positive, chances are you're pregnant. And just you know, women spend so much money taking multiple tests, and it's the same results. So just relax. We'll take care of it next week. So that's that was on a Friday, and the following Friday was my appointment. So, do-do-do, get through the weekend, and I was getting my hair done. I'm leaving, going back home from getting my hair done, and there's another CVS, and what do I do? You know it, bought another test, because I just wanted to make sure. And so, got home, took the test, same results, different day. 
And so then at this point, I'm just like, wow, this is happening. So I started to download apps. I'm putting in my preliminary information and they're telling me what phase I'm in based on the information I put in and due date and the size. And I will say it was at this moment when I really sat down and thought about when does life begin? Because at first, I'll admit, it was more of an abstract concept and I never really... Let me also say, number one, I'm pro-choice. And again, I just never, even after digging deeper into that subject, thought about, honestly, when does life begin? But for me, as I'm reading and learning more and more, I was like, okay, I got connected and I considered a baby inside of me. And at that point, it was the size of a raspberry. And so I nicknamed it Raspberry. So fast forward, we're getting through the weekend. Now we're back into the week and I'm going to my appointment the end of the week on Friday. So Thursday night, I was telling my husband, you know, just something doesn't feel right. And I swear a woman's intuition is never off. And I'm like, what if I'm not pregnant? And he's just like, you know, you're going through all the symptoms. Because I did. I had morning sickness like a bitch. In fact, I found ginger gum was my new best friend. It was interesting. Anyway, and he's like, you you wouldn't be going through all this if you weren't pregnant. Just relax. And But again, something is off. So next morning, bright and early, well, late morning, 10 a.m., we're at the doctor's. We're doing the ultrasound. And so she's, you know, digging around, looking, do-do-do-do-do, and I'm just there. And she's like, well, hmm, I don't see anything. This is, at this point, the nurse practitioner or technician. She's the one doing the just the ultrasound. She's not my doctor. She's like, I'll let the doctor talk to you. And I was just like, okay, whatever. So getting to the doctor's office, and she's like, yeah. I don't see anything, but one of two things can be the case. Number one, you're way too early and we just can't detect it yet. Or two, you're having a tubal pregnancy. And we're like, what? And she's like, and honestly, I'm leaning towards the latter. And so I never heard of this. Don't even know what, what, what are you talking about? She's explaining essentially baby is our fetus is in it's stuck in your fallopian tube no survival rate it needs to go it's life or death for me well what are my options i can do surgery or i can take this shot that's a form actually a form of chemo for cancer and the thing about it is take the shot it's going to kill everything in terms of if, if it is the first scenario, meaning I'm too early to detect it on the ultrasound, it will kill it in that scenario. Or the second, meaning it's stuck and it can't, so it can't be there. And so I wanted to do the le- most least invasive procedure and went with the shot as opposed to surgery. And so the next step, though, is just determining if you are pregnant, how far along, and of course that's done through blood work. So I do the blood tests, or they draw blood, 
I go home, get a call 4 p.m. that day. Hey, I need you to come in. Or had you decide what you want to do because you are, in fact, pregnant. In fact, my hormone levels were at like 40-something thousand, which is very high when really you should be at zero. The average woman who's not pregnant is at zero. And so it was more of which way are we doing this? Do you want to have surgery or do you want the shot? And I was far enough along to where if the baby was in place, we would have seen things, heart, heartbeat and all that. So this is the day before my husband's birthday, just to add. And we had plans to go to dinner with friends literally that night. And we kept those plans. And I just, you know, on my way to the doctor to go get the shot, I was an autopilot. I'm calling all my dear friends because everything was prepaid for. So it was kind of hard to break up plans. And plus, I didn't want to go home and, and just sulk in misery and be upset and crying and everything. So let's just get through the day, get to the hospital or my doctor's office, rather get the shot. And from that point on, I had to go in every Friday to draw blood to make sure that my levels were dropping and it was a slow process and I remember Christmas time rolled around so this was mid-November when I took the shot and Christmas rolled around and I was just so sad and I was sad for a number of reasons number one my father passed several years ago and Christmas was his favorite holiday and I a little bit of that but then also we were so close to having a baby and I was taken away. So got through Christmas, get through the holidays, get through New Year's, but I could never still close that chapter because I was still drawing blood every Friday. And I mean, I swear it seemed like it took forever to come down and I'm fast forwarding things as much as I can. So around March is when essentially everything reset and I had to wait for my period to come back and all that good stuff. And I remember in the midst of all this, in fact, let me back up. The day that we took the pregnancy test, text message, my mom, even her reaction, his mom's reaction, my mother-in-law, it, everyone was so happy and it was she was my mother was so ready to tell the world and I'm like hold up hold up after the appointment you can tell xyz but then I want I've always wanted to wait to get through the first trimester before I just tell the world we're having a baby so with that being said because no one knew or just my mom and brothers at that point and his mom and brother knew, but a very small circle knew what was going on in the midst of it. It, you know, again, you get those questions. Well, when are you having a baby? And I didn't feel like saying, well, I fucking just tried and I had to abort it because it was going to kill me. And so, again, it goes back to just don't ask that question. Don't And let the woman volunteer what her baby plans are. It's, again, you don't know what women are going through when you ask what is, in some rights, a f innocent question, but 
the struggle is real. And it's not necessarily exclusive to women who are at a particular age. One thing I found is once I was in this world of women who've gone through, I had two friends who went through the same thing as me. And it's more common than I realize. And what's interesting is there's absolutely nothing you can do to prevent it. It's just one of those things. And yeah, it... (laughs) So we're trying again for the fucking record. So don't ask me (laughs) about what I'm doing. And we're optimistic. But also going back to the pro-choice and pro-life. This is why grown-ass men need to stay out of women's uterus. Because you don't know what circumstances are. And one thing I have learned through this journey. Number one, I didn't realize how little I knew about my body and it's not until you go through that process of baby or family planning to where you really learn everything there is about the anatomy it's interesting I mean unless obviously you're either a passionate about learning that type of stuff or work in medicine there's really the average Joe doesn't know shit about their body and so for people in, in Washington and in government to make these decisions, especially, again, men, it, it anyway, I won't go down that path too much. But, yes, I had to have an abortion because it was life or death for me, period. And not to mention a baby can't live and grow in a fallopian tube. So... Next time you're thinking about doing things or making decisions like that or spreading that propaganda, just know every woman is different. And even in this pregnancy journey, I've learned while there are some things that are basic and fundamental, it's still so different. And it's an individual experience for every woman. So while I didn't mean to get on a tangent about my personal business, but I'm okay with talking about it now because there's nothing to be ashamed of. But I do want to just say for the record, again, stop asking women when they're fucking having babies. They'll tell you and you can just sit back and relax because you don't know what she's going through. All right, I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. box.